Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Dub Talk, the wonderful podcast where a group of friends and otaku alike get together to discuss a recently released dub, or talk about a dub that's released on DVD here in America, and I would like to tell all of you a little story. A story about a man and five other men. And those five other men had the unfortunate task of putting together a visual novel. Fortunately, that visual novel was made in Japan. I don't think I have to tell you where this is going from here. This is Noah, the- just stop now. Just, Noah? I have a better story. Don't worry. I have a better story, okay? So one day, there was this recording for an episode of Dub Talk for prison school. And these five guys were in on it. And then one of the five guys decided to take it upon himself to edit the episode rather than the person who normally edits the episodes. And then the episode never was finished. And the episode never went on the, on YouTube. And so he needed to uh, suffer a little bit for that. Because there are people who are rather salty about it. <laughs> Hardy. <Yeah. laughs> um... So, before even really coming to, up with some sort of idea, then I think I need to add to this story. Yes. No, I want out. I want out. So, in addition to this story, a couple of girlfriends had a great girls' night, which you should totally watch the Diabolic Lovers episode. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> and one of them suffered by watching the show the entire day, but she somehow ended up eventually buying it on a right stuff sale for $10 because she's a sadistic fuck. <laughs> So she made a trade with her friend, and now we are here, and this is why Nylak and Noah had to suffer through one of my favorite bad anime, Dramatical Murder. Ah, why, Megan, why? <laughs> Even Ollie is upset. Even Ollie is upset. <laughs> That's so a pretty clear indication of what's going to happen tonight. Oh no, it's already happened. You have no idea what I've subjected these poor people to. You, okay, everyone out there, do not get anywhere near Megan. Do not piss her off. Do not make her want to take revenge on you. Do not even insult the state which she lives in, which she knows is a terrible state. Uh, Again, again, it is. Again, before any of us, before I can even come up with some sort of punishment for Noah, Megan jumps right in and is like, you're watching Dramatical Murder and doing the episode with us. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) <laughs> and because I knew that Lilac, wi- Lilac and Hardy were saltier than the Dead Sea, so I decided to step in and help out. And by help out, I mean torture Noah. And, be- and make him question his manlyhood. Yes, because I-, I had no idea what sh- what the show was she was talking about. I'd only heard that it was LOL kinda gay. I had no And by I- LOL kinda gay, I mean LOL totally gay. We'll have, by we'll have the, words by on the that way. Then. For me, I volunteered for this shit. So, because Megan volunteered to do the dialogue lovers with me, I was like, I'll return the favor and I'll volunteer for this. <laughs> that was my Get mindset. Out. Get out. I don't know if that was the best or worst decision I made. <laughs> it could be worse. It I could have made you play the game. <laughs> True facts. Um. So I guess so. Before we kind of ramble on and make a twenty-minute intro, a la Dance with Devils. <laughs> yes. Um, a quick background explanation for this series, if you've never heard of it. Yeah. Thank God. Um, <laughs> there are much better things out there. To there spend are your much money better on. things out there for you, even in terms of horrible Fujoshi bait. 
Uh, go watch Sarah for the end for that. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dramatical Murder is a 12 episode with one horrible, horrible OVA. Oh, God! Based it, on it, was, a... it was terrible. I burned my eyes out. <laughs> you, you, Noah's face was a thing of art. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of alcohol. And so was Lilacs, but Lilac had alcohol. I had all alcohol right. to dull the pain. <laughs> um, it is a very shitty 12 episode anime. From a, animated by a very, very bad studio based on the very 18 plus, actually very interesting game that happens to have fucking a robot to death and getting your head ripped off and fucking your own subconscious that got into your robot dog video oh. game that they decided to cut almost all of the gay out of the main series, make it a kind of actiony sci-fi show and failed miserably. Yeah, so basically... basically. If you- it, it when she said twelve episodes, it was way too short. I mean, they had lots of ideas. There are five characters mm-hmm. with five routes, lots of interesting ideas in it. I admit, none of which are explored to even a fraction of their potential because they have to be cut short so we can jump over to the next guy. And then Sentai's Filmworks decided to dub it. Oh lord! Oh. Which, so that's why we're here. Yeah. By the way, I'm Stephanie. She's Megan, and he's Noah. Just in um, case you couldn't tell by now. SOS, send help. Send help, please. Even though sorry, yeah. sorry Noah, but... you should have come in this as a drunk ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. You were so... a drunk ago. <laughs> I was a drunk ago when I thought this was a good idea and actually spent money on buying this because yeah. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, no Megan kid. was Holy the crazy shit. one and bought the show. Yes, have you thought I the bought, show? I spent money on this. Which, yeah, the show itself is not very good, but. Well, we've got words to say on the dub as well. Oh, God. I have, I have some choice words you do. for somebody uh, but we'll, later we'll, on We're in this saving episode. that one for the end, though. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, so. normally, yeah, normally when we're here, we would talk about a writer and a director. However, because I'm going to have some choice words later on in the episode, oh, we're going to sleeve our directory friend from last. Also, we could not find writing credits for this show. Thank God you're anonymous, buddy. Oh, God. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, if we want to be serious, the writing is, if you watch the dub compared to what the actual, you know, the Japanese translation is, it's, it's pretty not... pretty faithful to it, for the most yeah, part. Yeah. They didn't, ma- they didn't take too many liberties in trying to make it sound all that better, so I'm going to play So, to be fair, the there are some the lines that were a little iffy. <laughs> eh. Grand, 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 grand. grand. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, like, okay, to show, to get, just to get a grasp of this episode so that they wouldn't all have to sit through the show one more time, because it is a really hard show to watch if you're not in the fan base for it. Oh, God, yes. We would go through bits and ep- bits of episodes um, to show character voices, and one particular one, um, one of the particular moments they missed was how Taye talks to Alba a lot. And she likes to say that he has a skinny ass a lot. Oh, your <laughs> skinny ass. Um, oh my god, really? Yeah, it was kind of beautiful, oh actually. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, we uh, should what? probably start talking about this dub. Yeah, yeah. We should. So, should we, should we actually, like, explain what the show's about a little bit for people who... Oh, yeah. Because uh, you'll oh, never yeah. watch... You will never watch this show. You probably you will never not. will, honestly, yeah. no. I mean, to, to give you a synopsis of the show, it is the story of a skinny jean-wearing, blue-haired... With pain in hair, bisexual, named Alba Saragaki. <laughs> Sensitive hair, by the hair. way. 
sensitive-haired Alba Saragaki, who lives on this island called uh, Midorijima, which has been taken over by this company called the Toei Corporation, and they're basically capitalism at its finest. Um, Shit goes down, Alba gets sucked into this mystery, he has really weird powers where he can basically do the Yu-Gi-Oh mind-fuck, (laughs) mind-crusting with his voice. Um... He's got a split his, personality. He's got a split personality, yeah. a talking dog, and, and there are five and weird fucking friends. Friends. Uh, and, and there are and five potential boyfriends. Fucking friends. friends. Oh, yes. And there are five potential boyfriends to we will get into, but to generally describe them, you have your childhood best friend, some fuckwit hacker from Germany, a robot with a gas mask. And Cinnamon Daddy. <laughs> that is the best way to describe Mink. I love it right now. If you... Cinnamon Daddy. Um, but we're not going to start with no. any of those people, because that would be fucking strange. That would be great. That would be jumping to the best part. We, we will walk your Fujoshi hand through this nonsense step by step. Oh, yes. <laughs> we, and if we, we do this for you. We suffer for your amusement. I suffered... Two weeks of watching this show, on my break at work, getting strange looks from people walking by like, what are you watching? You so should going never to have watched this while at work, Noah. But then Excuse again, me? I'm one to talk because I would watch this, I watched this on the bus and on my lunch break at work as well. So I, I'm Excuse not one to talk. You. I, I watched set five heterosexual vampires <laughs> assaulting a small girl. <laughs> <laughs> biting her in the alleyway and watching you cream your jeans over Josh Greeley. So we're not the ba- talking about Josh Greeley right now. Go away. Go no, I Josh Greeley. Josh, if Josh Greeley was actually in this show, it'd be a plus. Um, unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, he's unfortunately all the good actors avoided this show like the plague. Well, I don't know about that. Cause uh, good yeah, I don't agree. No. <laughs> anyway, right. to start on the characters, we're gonna start out with Taye and Mizuki. Taye is Alba's angry grandma. <laughs> best with pink character. Hair. <laughs> or the best character in the show. Yes. And Mizuki yeah. is the leader of a gang called Dry Juice, who is one of Alba's best friends, who he inadvertently makes his brain into mushy mush Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, that's a ton of care. Spoil parts of this series. If you- and there's by parts of it, all of it. Just in case you are moderately interested in actually watching this series, if you have a morbid curiosity about this series, there may be spoilers involved today. Yeah, there might be some spoilers. Um, and if you are that morbidly curious to watch this show... Just don't. we have a lot of alcohol. That or don't watch it at all. It's oh. not worth um, it. Yeah, so, like, like show it to someone as a punishment. Like I, I This hear that is why really we well. dragged you in. This is why you've been dragged in. This is why you're here. This was a just punishment, even though it was terrible and I hate these two and they're getting cold for Christmas now. Excuse me? It was Megan's yeah. idea. I, yes, but you facilitated me. I went you, along you, with it. I also volunteered for this crap. <laughs> All right, let's get started. We all kind of wish Hardy was here. I Um, I do. We tried getting him to watch the OVA with us, but he. uh, Oh yeah, we watched the OVA right before recording this. Yeah. When we get to those parts, we all talk about that. So, did anybody have a prediction for either Taye or Mizuki? I had one for Grand Grand and three for Mizuki. Grand 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 Grand. (laughs) So, who were your predictions for Grand Grand? (laughs) 
Maybe I should get more alcohol. I don't think I'm drunk enough for this. Um, my my I don't, my prediction for um Grand Grand because I'm I'm still slowly learning Sentai's um talent pool. For some reason, I put Lis Lucy Christian in as Grand Grand. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Now that's not a bad guess, because she, she has little boy voices, and she does grandma voices yep, too, and she does she, Sentai work. Yep, because um, Lucy, so, yeah, Lucy, Lucy was the narrator for um, Kami Sama Kiss, so I imagine possibly something along those lines. Um, as she also did she was, like, kind of that voice for also Okami-san and her seven companions. That's exactly the oh, show I was yep. thinking okay. of as well. I, I still need to see Okami-san, but I forgot she did that one too. Um, but she's I, the best character in that show. Absolutely. Excuse me. I'm no. sorry. That's not the name of List. <laughs> Apparently, we have more fighting to do afterwards. However, don't you dare you come into my you come into my hosted episode. Oh god! And don't say Micah Solasad's character is the best one. You're getting shit for Christmas, Clue Boy. <laughs> <coughs> um, <coughs> crazy girl. <clears throat> oh, sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> I, I was saying that as far as my predictions for Taya, um, I was thinking of another uh, character in Sentai's cast who was a grandma character, and I was thinking of the grandma from the Clan Ad After Story series, and that was Stephanie Whittles, and she's done quite a bit for Sentai in AD, back when they were ADV as well. So she has that sort of nice, maternal, slightly raspy, but can also be emotional voice to her. Huzzah! Never heard Huzzah. of her. <laughs> I mean, you've never heard of Stephanie Whittles? Okay, um, have I you seen Welcome to the NHK? Yes. She plays the crazy girl who the crazy main girl who try who gets people to sign contracts. The crazy main girl? Yeah. Her? What, uh, oh god, yeah, what's her, her name? Um, I don't the remember one, her name the one the who's show. trying to help um Yeah, the, help in big quotation help, marks. Um Saito's um Hikikomori ways. Her? Yep. Yeah, yep, yeah, that's Stephanie Whittles. What? Damn. Yeah, she's got a good range. She really does. Oh my god. I haven't uh, have a... seen that show in a while. <laughs> well, go watch it. I, I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch a lot of things. I need to watch a lot of things. In terms oh. of Mizuki, who did you have? Because I didn't have anybody because I totally forgot he was a character. Well, did you have anything for <laughs> Grand Grand, though? You didn't say if you did. Nope, I did not give any predictions for Taie. Oh, okay. She was so busy focusing on, she focusing on the boys. She didn't even know there were girls in the show. <laughs> Grand Grand the, the, the only the, important the... one. <laughs> Yeah. There's only like two, there's like three female characters in the show, and they're a little girl and two old ladies. Grand Grand is most important, though. Um, for Mizuki, I had three. Um, I had Loraldo Anzaldua uh, as my first choice. Um, I don't know much about him. Uh, he is the lead character in High School of the Dead, is the main role that I know him from. Cool. Okay. But, um,. Yeah. The way I know him, he's the um, lead male character for the upcoming um, Coffin Princess Chaika dub. And um, I saw the little, uh, basically, cast reveal clip that um, Sentai does, where they have a clip of the show, and then like in like a little corner, they'll have um, the voice actor who's portraying them uh, voicing that scene in the booth. So I saw that, and I was like, yeah, he could be a pretty good fit. But then I also had um, Chris Patton as my second choice. And then I had a third choice that actually ended up being correct. <laughs> so I just realized we, that. <laughs> yeah, before we say who 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 it actually is, because Lila's third prediction is right. Um, I didn't have anybody because I totally forgot Mizuki was a character too. Because Mizuki's literally there for six episodes and then disappears. Um, how could you forget guy with the eye drop 
tattoo. Neck tattoo. How can you yeah. forget guy who ends up as brain mush? Yes. Um, it had been a while, and my main concerns in dramatical murders have piercing and blue hair. <laughs> Fair enough. Enough. So, Taye is Hold on, Noah. Oh. Did Noah have anything for Mizuki? I, I really didn't, because I, I filled in all the slots for actors who I knew of, and I put them in the top five, like the, the characters on the cover of the box. Okay. I didn't ha- I'm sorry I didn't have anybody for Mizuki. Uh, you know, I, I kind of figured it would be, since he is only in half the show, that it would be a no-name, more generic uh, person who I'd never heard of before, so I wasn't going to waste my role. Okay. My guessing. Okay. If only if only that was true. Mm. <laughs> So yes, in terms of Taye, Taye is played by Marcy Banner, and if there's only <laughs> one thing I know Marcy Banner from, yeah, we've all got like visual question marks over our head, like who? Yeah, Marcy. Banner? No, I get to do the honors of this one since Hardy's not here. Who? <laughs> if you don't know who Marcy Banner is, I will repeat one of one of Hillary Haig's most famous lines in any show ever. Why is it that principals always look like lesbians? <laughs> Marcy wow. Banner is Kayako from Ghost Stories, which is the dead lesbian mom that Momoko met at the wonderful Homo Exodus conversion camp. <laughs> Cle- Why are we watching that dub instead? But I was like, clearly I need to watch Ghost Stories because I heard so many glorious things about that Yeah, dub. if you've never seen the yeah. Ghost Stories dub... Pause this video here. Go watch the 26 episodes and come back. Um, in terms of other things Marcy Banner has been in, um, she is Iria in the Book of Bantora, the ant in the Sentai Filmworks dub of Grave of the Fireflies, narrator for episodes 14 through 26 of Princess Tutu, the director of Grace and Red Garden, Sukuru in Underwater Ray Romano, and... Underwater Ray Romano? Udaware Udaware Maro. I can't say no. it right. <laughs> no, that's what it says on the box. It says they they took the title and they scratched out with a red pen and they actually wrote underwater Ray Romano. Romano. The, they actually and, wrote that. And she's I, also that like the best um, title of the show ever. She's also uh Neonymous from Neon Koi, but I think I'm the only person who ever suffered through that fucking horrible show. Never heard of it. You've got weird taste. I did it because there were cats, and it's a harem about a guy who can speak to cats. And he's allergic to them. Deathly allergic. Watch Cheese Sweet Home if you want cats. Watch Back and uh, Place to Place. That's got cats and a romance in it. Watch Azamanga Dio. Dio for better cat stories. Because <laughs> um, reasons. And <laughs> How are you? Fine, thank you. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway. anyway. And Mizuki is... Can, can I say? Yes. Mizuki is um, my third prediction for the role. His, and his name is Adam Gibbs. Yay! Not to be confused with the BG's cast member. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and if you have not seen anything with Adam Gibbs um, and you need to know a couple roles because maybe you've heard him, he is Hiromi in Beyond the Boundary, Takami in Black Bullets, Seita in the Sentai Filmworks dub of Grave of the Fireflies, uh, Nice in Hamatora. Yay! I like him in that one. Koshiro in Kamisama Dolls, uh, Shinichi in Parasite, and a bunch of other things. Oh, yeah, and Yuki in Suritama. Um, now, Parasite is by Viz right now, right? No, Parasite, Parasite is also is Sentai. Sentai. Oh, okay. Parasite is also, as of recording this, is currently airing on Toonami as well. Yes. Which I will never watch because that show freaks me out. I only watched, Same here. I only watched, 
I only watched three episodes of the dub um, for the dub talk episode for it, and um, that was actually my introduction to Adam Gale Gibbs, and I thought it was pretty good. But now, like, because I've been recently watching Hamatora, and I like his character of Nice, and now, like, hearing the bits and pieces of him as Mizuki here, this is a different side than what I've seen him do lately. Yeah. And I really like it, honestly. Yeah, in terms for me, because I, I was watching a little bit of um, Beyond the Boundary before I came back to watch this, because I needed to compare them which, for a which, certain... Which, from what, she tell, what Megan's told me about it, I have to watch it now. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> we all have to watch Beyond the Boundary. His his Hiromi is gay as, fuck. as fabulous and wonderful and gay for Akihito as all get out, and I love the two of them so very much. Um, so, but but so what, Mirai, but Mirai Akihito OTP. Um, <laughs> so in this dub, can we like agree on both of them being well cast, if not a little bit misdirected in this? Yes, dub? yes, absolutely. I my only problem with Marcy Banner is. I, I only know her. I, I only hear the grandma, the mom from Ghost Stories, but now Whoa. it's Alba's grandma and she's yelling at him all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't really like what they did with the direction of it because, like, I like the timber of her voice in the show from what I heard, but I don't really like the attitude they gave her. Yeah, she's, she's, but she's got kind of an attitude in Japanese. She, to be fair. she does. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, I'm sorry, in the Japanese it came off more as a, a no-nonsense kind of person because she's got, like, this tragic backstory and isn't supposed to be all fun-loving. But in the dub they made it off more as she's just kind of a screw-around. Yeah, because Tai, like, like we said, Dramatical Murder has a, real, a lot of really interesting things going on behind it. One of them being um, Alba and Tai's kind of connection to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're... We, yeah. Wylak and I watched the scene where she kind of confesses to it. Yep. And I was like, damn, that's really, really well acted and pretty well directed. But when we get to, to, to Albo, oh, that's when the shit's going to hit the fan, kids. Yeah. There is no way to sugarcoat that. But We're, we're not going to sugarcoat anything when it comes to Albo. Oh, Lord. But, um... You can have all the best side characters talent in the world, but if your lead actor is, like, five ways of not good... Oh, we'll, 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 we'll get to we'll that. We'll get there. We'll get there. Alright, right, back on track, back but on track. But in, in terms of Taya Mizuki, I really think Mizuki was... Adam Gibbs should have been something much bigger in oh, this absolutely. show, honestly. I, I think I threw... Where did I throw him? I threw him somewhere else. Yes, I threw... Oh, God. I actually I don't think I put threw Adam... him somewhere else, but I should have. <laughs> I actually Well, if he's in another cast member that we're going to cover, hold on to that until Yeah, we get hold on to there. there. That's true. Yeah. So, right. any other things about on that one? About Grand Grand and <laughs> Mush Mush McStab's dad. Grand Grand. <laughs> yeah, just Good. just hearing Adam Adam Gibbs threaten somebody with the word the words Grand Grand made me and Lilac like loser. <laughs> we <laughs> lost our shit. It, it was fantastic. Yeah. Also, Mizuki's the only dude in this show who you can't fuck. Huzzah! Oh, oh trust me. We, we will find the Joe Jinshi on it. It's out there. Actually, that's what Recode is. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no more. That no OVA more, was no enough. More no more dramatical murders. The OVA and what I looked up of the good endings for the game, that's enough for lots me. Lots of sex, lots of sex, butts and sex, butts and sex. <laughs> All of it forever. I, using no. that as a... Um, 
Just speaking just of a lot of just sucks. a lot of trouser snakes. And speaking of trouser <laughs> snakes, trip and virus. Segway. Segway. The snakes and the lions and oh my and the, lord. In the bondage Fuck and the twinsies. Guys. Fuck these yes, fucking well. guys. But yeah, trip and virus can easily be described as those two fucking guys. Yes, um, absolutely. To which I have a story about these two. Oh no. <laughs> to, to very quickly to tell you the story. We, I've mentioned them before. My friends Kenny and other Stephanie. Um, <laughs> not me. Not not this Steph. Other Steph. Um, Avocado Stephanie is the easiest way to, to describe her. Um, Avocado Stephanie invited me over to her house one night. And all I came into was a laptop hooked up to a TV screen with the words left hand, right hand on the, on the, on the monitor. And I was proceeded to pick a hand. And that's how I saw Trip and Virus's route. Ooh. Why was there a lion and a snake involved? I don't even know. Well, clearly. I can't look at cake the same way again. (laughs) I can't look at anything the same way again. I can't look at anything straight anymore. No, I need more alcohol. But I'm... Anyways. (laughs) Predictions for Trippin' Virus. Um, for me, I had two people, and I figured they would be interchangeable regardless. Um, so I put Jay Hickman and Chris Patton, basically, to interchangeable with the twins, because at the time, I could not remember which twin was who. Um, yeah, because for for context, Trip and Virus are like they claim they're not twins, right? But they're, they're not. They're, they're actually they, not. They're actually two different people. Um, right, they but look they twins. sound the same. They they look the same. They got like a different haircut. I want to say Trip's could... hair used to be red too. I believe. I just I don't know mm-hmm. whose hair was. But I figured colors. like with that mentality, I was like they could be interchangeable. Jay Hickman and Chris Patton could probably interchange between I, them if need be. They could fit either one. Yeah, I could see that because Jay Hickman, when I hear, when I think his roles, the one that I think of the most is the, um, I'm sorry, was he the, uh, the fool in, uh, Kaleidostar? I don't know. I would need to look that up, actually. I, I do know, know he's Muto from Princess Jellyfish, though. No, no, Princess Tutu. Tutu. No, 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 wrong sorry, princess that's thing. No, that's Chris. Wrong oh, yeah. princess yeah, thing. Wrong princess. Yeah, J- J- that was yeah. that one. For oh, Jay that would have just been hilarious yeah. if Jay Hickman and Chris Patton were oh my trip God. and virus. Jay Hickman, that would have been hysterical. Jay Hickman, Actually, that was Jay Hickman is Muto in Princess Tutu, while Chris Patton was and, Fakir in Princess Tutu. Yeah, that would have just been prin- real, Yeah, he was. Uh, and to answer your question, yes, Jay Hickman was the fool in Kaleidostar. See, I would have pictured him more in that voice than the Muto voice, or the you know the. I'm so sorry. I'm please. I, my face, I'm just, my beautiful face. Never touch the mutual. <laughs> I'm just gonna sashay off now. <laughs> Those bloopers are glorious. Um, punishment. punishment. Eat my ass. Anyway. Hey, don't touch my sword. So, um, yes. So I didn't really have predictions for Trip and Virus because my basic descriptions of Trip and Virus are fuck you. <laughs> Pretty accurate. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I legitimately hate that- Trip and Virus as characters. I hate everybody's characters. Ex- well, except for one of them. Me and you, oddly enough, well, me and Noah actually have the same favorite character. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But as far as Trip and Virus goes, yeah, they are very despicable characters that no one wants to go down their route. And no. yet, oddly enough, in the fan base, they're actually two of the most popular characters. That's um, terrifying. It's that lion and snake. 
the lion and snake. It's the circle of life, and it fucks us all. <laughs> yeah, in, in the OVA, for everyone listening, in the OVA, they actually show the very sexual routes that you could have taken in the game. The and when, sexual, the last thing they routes, show you, the, the very bad route. last, the bad route, well, bad in quotation marks, some people think they're very oh, good, God. but in the very that. last part of that OVA, fully animated, they show lion, Licking nipple. Licking naked Alba body, oh, and it is not subtle no. at all. And th- you you needed to see their faces. Oh <laughs> god. Anyway, so, I Noah, had to get a new face out of the closet. And so for because we're ta- because we're talking about very despicable characters, um, and this is mostly because I had just recently been watching the show. Um, I I got a blind box from Country Roll a little while back, and in it was the first volume of. Speed Grapher, and the char- the lead character in that, uh, sorry, the lead villain in that is a character named Sweet Tango, oh, and he's got this, yep. and I happen to be thinking of that, and the character I found out, and he's still doing voice work, so I could have chosen him, is Chris Ayers, was my guest for Punch Up and Myers. Because he's got this, I mean, he can pull off this sort of lower um, business, sort of seductive kind of Chris voice Chris Ayers is it, in which, this show, too, by the way. He is. He is he has a, show. He has yeah, like a so. tiny, tiny, tiny role. He's um the cleaning robot at Alba's uh, workplace, but um, yeah. so your prediction was Chris Ayers for both of them. Yes, for both. I did, both I did you're like Chris Ayers. screw it. <laughs> I mean, I can understand. Like we're used to, like say in the Oron dub or in both languages, actually they gave the twins different voices, but those were two of the main characters, so they could actually afford to get different actors for them. There's a in this budget show, for this because show because they're less important. You don't have to hire different actors. Just yeah, same guy, dub them both. Well, they did get two different people. Um, so Trip is voiced by Blake Shepard, and Virus is voiced by Doug Hammond. In terms of Virus, Doug Hammond, on his A&N, this is it. This is it. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Th- um, and yeah, to tell them apart, Virus is the one with glasses, by the way. Yeah, they pulled a lot of new voices for this dub. But, but to be fair, Sentai hasn't been dubbing a whole lot at all anyway. In terms of Virus and his performance... Um, Doug Hammond, actually, at least I think, he carries the pair rather well. Because I would have thought that Blake, between the two, Blake Shepard, since he has more credits, would have been the one that ended up as Virus and carrying the pair. Yeah, and, um, Doug Hammond had probably the most fun of anybody on this show. Oh, probably. (laughs) Doug Hammond Aside from, um, Clear. Yeah, aside from Clear. Uh, Doug Hammond did not give a fucking what full fucking ham. It was... Which is good. Again, if you've seen the show, there's a lot of hamming up going on. Yeah. Especially for those two. They're like, come play the game with us. Trip and and Virus are skeezy and slimy and horrible people, and Doug Hammond makes Virus sound skeezy and horrible and despicable. And for some reason, I I kept on wanting him to go, oh, Alba boy. (laughs) (laughs) As if the show wasn't gay enough. No, she's going full Pegasus Pegasus on this one. <laughs> in terms of tri- tri- I wanted to call them virus and fall. What is it with you and all the you- <laughs> No, you mean trip and fall? Trip and yeah, so a girl I knew one time could not tell that virus's name was virus and assumed that their both names were trip and fall. <laughs> in terms of Mr. Trip, he is played by the one and only Blake Shepard sharing is caring. Um, <laughs> sharing, sharing is caring, is caring Ayato. Ayato. AKA um, Lito from Lito Dial from Dial Lovers. Um, in other roles, he's um, Iki and Amisha, Otanashi and Angel Beats. Why the fuck are you even in this horrible show? 
He's also um, birthday because. in the Hamatora dub, which I, again I've been watching recently. And for some odd reason, he—I swear to God—he's pulling out his best John Young Boss imper John Young Bosch impersonation because it sounds so similar to John Young Bosch. It's hilarious. I think a couple other roles um, that he has done. I'm just trying to go through this. He's in um, Princess Resurrection. He's Kota in the. Elephant Lead OVA dub. He's in Princess Resurrection. Uh, yeah, but I he only had like two lines in the OVA. Yeah, he's Tatsuya and Gilgamesh for all of us who would watch Gilgamesh all hail tuning forks. Um, I gotta watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Seiji and Kids on the Slope. Uh, Tato and MM. Shoma and Penguin Drum. And Hideo in Parasite. No, wait, wait, wait. Is, is that show actually, you pronounce it MM? I thought it was just mm. <laughs> No, it's MM. I know it's about bondage and shit. Mm. <laughs> mm, bondage. Oh mm. my! After the show we just watched, oh, you want to talk about after, bondage after in the seeing, sense of yummy? After seeing the um, bad ending OVA for um, Clear. Nope. Oh, oh no 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 no! D no, so wrong, Blade no. Runner. So wrong, Blade anyway. Runner. Anyway, right. <laughs> um, Trip is a lot more subdued, and I kind of. He always is kind of the subdued one, subdued one of the pair. He's kind of the big quieter one. I liked Blake Shepard. I would have put Blake Shepard somewhere else, as per most people in this yep. show. I put him in like a couple other different places. Honestly, I had one I place where I had one place where I put him, and I think Lilac knows who it oh, is. Oh, probably. And I think like, we had the same one. So I I like their performance. Again, a lot of these are they're good. Side performances misdirected, maybe miscasted. Yeah. Yes, but again, we'll get to that in the big spiel oh, at the end. My my big spiel. Our problem child, rant. but we'll get to it. Speaking of speaking of problem child, segue. I don't know. Speaking the one who the one that isn't a child. <laughs> speaking of problem people, <laughs> this is Mink. <laughs> I don't know if he's much of a problem. Yay! Yeah, to be fair, they they all look t teenagery, but it's not Mink really is clear. In, like, I think Mink. No, like they said, like Mink was in his. He is an older, in at least in his like thirties or forties. I would assume that too. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, Mink is the oldest of the cast in terms of eligible eligible places, eligible eligible bachelors. rods to fill your hole. Oh. <laughs> because it's time for you to meet today's eligible. Bachelors, and here they are. Um, Bachelor number one is a man who is named Mink for some reason, <laughs> and he is a huge controlling He's not problem, a first doll, trust actually, us. He's got a soft, mushy core at the center, and if you can claw your way to it, then you may have your happy ending. Anyway, I have no predictions for Mink. He's the only one I couldn't think of anything for, honestly. I have one prediction for Mink, um, and I'll get to that, but Noah did give a pretty apt description of Mink. Mink is a... A uh, very large, very controlling man uh, with a horrible, horrible backstory, as most of these characters do. Of course. Yeah, um, no one has a happy, like, a, a soft backstory. You think about the... In terms think, of actually, backstories, I think he would have one of the harshest. Yeah, definitely. He's had uh, the harshest. I wouldn't say the harshest. One of them. Later. I think no There's one I have final. the same harshest backstory, honestly. Um, yeah. But... He's actually also one of the more decisive figures in the fan base. Um, being said, when I said that they toned down a lot of it, a lot of it was his route. Um, even to this day, I'm uncomfortable playing it. And I, I, if you want to look up why, go ahead. I, I don't want to have to explain it. Just go look it up. Do not Google dramatical murder, mink, bad route. 
Um, actually, in terms of bad endings, he had the easiest one to stomach. Yeah, um, it's in the OVA he, especially, yes. Yeah, in the OVA, his was kind of the easiest. He got kissed once, and then he cut off Alpha's head. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my- Anyways! My prediction for Mink, um, Lilac's probably gonna want to punch me. Oh, God. Um, my prediction was David Wald. <laughs> Honestly, I don't want to punch you, because if I had to think about it, I would probably default to David Wald for Mink, too. Wald? Honestly. That was my default deep guy at fun at deep guy at Sentai. Yeah, I, I was like, ah, I David Wald. I would have defaulted to David Wald if need be, but I couldn't think of anything. I didn't want to default to David Wald, but mostly because of other reasons. But we'll get to that. And I was I wasn't really sure about two of the deeper voices who are at Sentai right now. So I went with who can pull. I went more with who can pull off the craziness, even if their voice didn't quite match up. And again, going by Sentai dubs I've heard before, one of them happens to be the High School of the Dead dub. And I had already put in the lead guy from that show in another role, so I decided, I right, let's go with the other. Let's go with uh, Hirano. Let's go Mark X Laskowski for this guy. And I don't know anything else that he's done aside from playing Hirano in High School of the Dead. But he had this good flip between playing kind of the quieter, more reserved guy who's like, "Let's go talk to the teachers. They'll know what to do about zombies killing us." Too no. You can't get that in America. That's they must have just totally customized this M forty seven and how we can shoot a thousand rounds a minute. He's, he's basically <laughs> go between uh, switching between the quiet character and the freaking gun obsessed otaku. Speaking of Mark Lazowski, he actually is in this show, but he's a minor character named Akushima who is a angry cop with a megaphone gun. Oh, that's um, him. Okay. Yeah, that's Mark X. That, that asshole. That that fucking that guy. I should have got every time he showed up in the game, we would just kind of groan and roll our eyes because we're like, God damn it, go away, Akushima. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're all wrong. 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 We're all wrong. Um, of course, because that's the never-ending game in dub talk is being fucking wrong. Absolutely, it's very Absolutely. rarely that we're right about yeah. something. I am right about one thing in this dub. Um, I'm right about so two, Mink, technically. Mink is voiced by Andrew Love. Huzzah! Who, Yay! Um, who is characters like Fujimaki in Angel Beats, Hades in the Appleseeds movie. Sh- um, show in Bodacious Space Pirates, Niall in, he- Blo- in the Broken Blade movie series, yeah. uh, Nikolai in uh, Chiaka, Cor- uh, Co- the Coffin Princess. He's Ra- um, Akio from Clannad. He's Ratio from Hamilton. Which is what I know him from. He's the dad um, from High School of the Dead, the, the rich dad who owns the oh, mansion. Okay. Yasuhiro in Ghost Hound. Um, yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and when I. When I found out that that's who was voicing Mink in this, I was like, I should have guessed that. I should have, too. <laughs> after watching, like, after watching Hamatora, or I'm not quite done with it yet, but hearing him as Ratio, I'm like, and then hearing the bits and pieces of him as Mink, I'm like, okay, I'm fine with this. And he, I loved his Mink. Me, too. And because of that, because I, yes. of that, now I'm like, I'm looking ahead to, um... Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, because that's being released in March on DVD, I think. And I'm like... Because originally, when I was looking at predicting some stuff, I defaulted to David Wald, of course, as Nozaki. But now hearing Andrew Love as Ratio and Mank, I'm like... I think he would make a pretty decent Nozaki. He's my first choice now for Nozaki. Mm-hmm. For that show. <laughs> yeah. And there is going to be a Nozaki episode, by the way. By the way, <laughs> that's going to happen. Um, and it's just going to be full of red and white it's polka gonna dots. It's going to be great. It's going to be so great. Um, but yeah, I, I really love David Love's... Andrew Love. <laughs> We're on the wrong one. Love. <laughs> it's a combination. David Love. Andrew Love, fuck. <laughs> <It's a> combination. <laughs> fuck! 
I can read, damn it! <laughs> you can do right, it, Megan. But those of you playing at home, you take a shot every time Megan swears. <laughs> oh, God. You're... I'm going to have an episode where I'm not going to swear, and I'm going to have a swear jar. No, no, you're the not. Nozaki... I'll try not to swear in the Nozaki episode. Oh, man, that'll be fun. Um, If I swear once, I have to put a dollar in the swear jar. I have to... For every time I swear before, if Nozaki, if we do the Nozaki episode before Anime Boston, every time I swear, I have to put a money in a, I have to put like two dollars in a jar, and whatever money amount that we get is something I have to use to buy you at Anime Boston. Um, <laughs> I like this so, idea. Lila, like you're gonna make out. Like absolutely, a fan. I am. I can go. You know what? I'm gonna try not to swear the rest of the episode. Um, you don't have a swear jar right now, though. Anyway, I I don't have a swear jar right now. But yeah, I really liked Andrew Loves Mink. It was really great because it was kind of when I heard it, I was like, if I was gonna say, yeah, that's Mink. Yeah, I I'm sold. I was sold like two seconds in because we because Megan and I we watched um we started watch looking at it from um what was it episode five or six or something like that. Yeah, where they have him in the in the underground right. thing and they're beating the crap the out of him. The second I heard Andrew Loves Mink, I'm like, I'm good, sold. Yeah, we're good, done. And I'm agree with you as well because. Andrew Love has one of those distinct voices that you can tell it's him right away, but he can also be a really good actor with both the dramatical Absolutely. and the silly stuff. And he pulled it off really well. This is a this is a character that needs that. The entire cast is full of characters who, uh, hair in the wrong direction, they will either be really boring or really melodramatic, and you won't be Absolutely. able to enjoy it. So the fact, Andrew Love, two th- you can't see it right now, but two thumbs up, man. Absolutely. Keep up the good work. He fits perfectly with this one. It's it's, it's honestly it's one of the the best performances in the show. Um, aside from someone by, else, but we'll get aside it. from like. There's only one other person who I think is better, maybe one or two people who I think are better in this dub than him, but Andrew Wolf's obviously top three. Uh, moving on to next, next potential, potential Bachelor, we have, and you're gonna let me swear for this one, only for the joke. Oh god, okay. Can you fuck it, clear the robot? <laughs> Over in here in this corner, we have our next Bachelor. He is a quiet, shy, gas mask wearing, white-haired albino. But you may not know it underneath, but he is actually a very mechanical personality. And no, that is not a spoiler, because I think they explain it pretty early on. Please welcome Claire. <laughs> very accurate description. Again. I had yes. two predictions for yes, Claire. Uh, I had one. Who'd you have, Lilac? Um, my first choice... Did we have the same first choice, Lilac? It's possible. The, my first choice was uh, Josh Greeley. That was my choice! Huzzah! Because Josh Greeley is the Josh, Josh Greeley fan army. <laughs> Here comes the Josh Greeley train. Um, Scream for Greeley. Uh, I, I was going to say, <laughs> no, let's not go there. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not hardy. I'm about to say, my heart's broken enough as it is now. But Now you know how I feel. <laughs> but anyways. Um, the reason why I put Josh Greeley first was um, when I was watching the Japanese and listening to it, I felt like... Josh's voice was the first I could think of to fit that role. I feel like he could fit Clear's character rather well. Um, But if not him, my second choice was actually Clint Bickham. Uh, And the reason for that is because of the small amount I've I've seen for um, Beyond the Boundary where he is uh, Akihito, right? I love... You don't understand. I love this guy's Akihito. He is fantastic. <laughs> Clint Bickham being more shit. Yeah, and I felt like that could also work for Claire as well, personally. But that's those are the two I picked anyway. I picked Josh Greeley because when I thought of Claire, I just thought of like the cutest, most adorable voice on earth. And Armin has a really cute and adorable voice. And in some ways, Femme from Blood Blockade Battlefront's kind of got like a creepy, cute voice. Femme is so wonderful. I- 
I love to. I love Femt. Femt can Femt can read a cookbook, and I'd be entertained. We need cooking um, with Femt now. Cooking with Femt. Um, but yeah, that's why I picked Josh Greeley. So fuck you, Noah, because you got one right. This is the one and only one I got right, and I understand where you two were coming from with picking younger sounding, like cutesier, almost boyish voices that right. were actually voiced by actual men and not girls playing boys. However, because he's been in just about everything. I picked the guy who it actually was, and he's in everything. It oh, has been Lord. since. Please welcome the one and only Greg Ayers! Ta-da! Ta-da! If you do not know who Greg Ayers yeah. is, he is characters yeah. such as Ayato in Angel Beats. Apparently that's it! I'm like staring at his a and page, and my mind was like... He has a very dis- Thanks, he, voice. Yeah. He's, he's, you will know where Greg Ayers is the second Greg Ayers speaks. He's, um... Yes, he's, he's got he's raspy... One of the, yep, he's... Kota and Baka and Tess. He's one uh, of the twins from, um, Oran. He's, he's, he's um, Kaoru. He's uh, the Kaoru to Todd Habercorn's Hikaru. Uh, Koyuki and Beck Mongolian Chopstraw, Shiki and Black Cat, um... The lead guy in Dead Man Wonderland. Yes. Yeah, that that kid from Dead Man Wonderland. He's um, the guy who Leo gets, from Ghost Stories. I'd say he's the guy who gets beat up in clan in Canon and Clanad in both times, and I know they're different characters, but he voices the same. Nagisa character. in Clanad, I believe. No, not Nagisa. No, uh, <laughs> no uh, Nagisa Sudahara. in Free. Though. In Free, <laughs> that's what it was. You got Nagisa it totally right. Free. I got my I got my Kyoto Annie Nagisa's mixed up. <laughs> I just yeah, now I want um, now Doug I want to hear and, Greg Garrison sing Doug the Dango song. Uh, uh, Theo and Hamatora, uh, Negi and Negiba, like Greg Ayers is in a bunch of shit. Um, oh, swear jar, swear jar. Got it. Stop! Uh, There's $2 in the swear jar. Quit I'm your... not allowed to swear anymore on Dumb Talk, not until Anime Boston. <laughs> I, I can see uh, her right now. She's like, uh, anyway. I gotta stop this damn swearing. Damn. Shit. Darn it. Fuck! <laughs> anyway. Anyway, hey, in Greg... terms of Greg Ayers' performance, um, it took a It minute. was a Greg Ayers' performance. It took a minute, honestly, for me. Because I'm just like, because Claire is my favorite character of the show. Cause he's adorable, adorable as hell, and um, he is very yes. With Greg Ayers, it took a minute, cause it's Greg Ayers. Now was that because you was, was that because you you know his voice so well, and it was kind of hard to associate a familiar voice with a new character, or was it just the acting? I don't think it was the voice, cause that was the reason I picked. I also picked Josh, was I felt Josh could go a little bit softer with Clear, yeah. because Clear does scream a lot, but there's also some like sense there's more i felt like there wasn't this sense as much and why it took me a little bit more to get used to to greg's clear of a sense of childish kind of wonder to clear Mm -hmm. i felt like it wasn't all like a little bit more innocence compared to and i felt like from the little bits i've seen i would have to rewatch the whole show in the dub in order to really get it no no, i'm not going to no i'm not going to um but from the bits i've seen he it took me a minute to get used to, and then I think he did rather well with what I had seen. And then there's the OVA episode, where he then was just like, OVA I'm episode. going for Holy it, I don't shit. care. He just went all right. for it. He went all right, for all right, it, all right. I'm like, okay, right. I gotta give you props for that Clear, one. to me, has the scariest bad ending, okay? I think we all agree. He has, in the OVA, which shows all the bad endings animated, he has the scariest one of all. Oh, Absolutely. So yeah, so Clear is, in the whole show, he's like this nice, calls oh, the lead character Master, he's kind of, like, yeah, he's exploring the world like he's never really experienced 
happiness before. Take that, subvert it, turn it into someone who is enjoying things in the world, turn that into someone who wants to preserve what he really likes mm-hmm. in a twisted, sick way. It's it's like that it's like that fanboy in that Powerpuff Girls episode who has bought so much Powerpuff Girls swag that the only step he has left is to package the Powerpuff Girls up in boxes and keep them. That's basically almost the same idea here. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that. Yes, is and yeah, you should go watch Powerpuff Girls. And now. and I have and again, I have to give props to Greg for just going with it and going for it. Yeah, I have I, to oh. give him props. For like it. this is it's even even a certain some even a certain someone who we have a lot of problems with. All of the guys took doing the OVA in stride because I will admit it is uncomfortable. Oh, very uncomfortable. Um, all of them did a great job with the OVA. Absolutely. It was uncomfortable as fuck. But um, <laughs> but Greg in particular, he fucking went there. Yeah, he he kind of took it and owned that shit. Yep. Yeah, which just... I'll give him props for because I didn't think that he could. When I saw Greg was clear, I was like, oh, I kind of had the same reactions I did with him as Nagisa for free, mm-hmm. in that I I think it's a good performance. It's not something that I prefer. I prefer to watch it, but it's a still it's still a good performance. I just I'm not that into it. Right. And again, he's got he's got great acting chops. I've never really heard a flat performance out of Greg. And this is no exception in the OVA. Oh, absolutely. At at least in the OVA, out of all the guys, especially the main... The five, essentially, main ones where you suffer the bad route through, Greg definitely was the one who went there the most. Though, I mean, you can't really say much about Kojiku, though, considering most of his... (laughs) We'll get to that. Most of his is We'll get to that. anyway, I digress. Anyway... Moving on to the next boy, I I think Noah. As much as it would be fun to hear you do your bachelor thing, um, go for it. This is me and Noah's favorite character. Yes, we were um, talking about this you know a couple weeks ago, and Megan was hammer like really bugging me, saying, "Haha, you're suffering." So, who's your favorite character? And my tweet response was dot 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 noise noise. <laughs> and I was kind of like, really, because. No, no and I do get, we get along, we're good friends, but we kind of have very, very weird, different tastes for each other. The fact that we agreed on something was really weird. It was. I, did, I didn't think, I, the thing about Noise is that he's, in a textbook term, he's kind of a tsundere. Like, he comes off as really yeah, tough. Yeah, he's, he's an information broker. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's in charge. But then. He's pierced to all hell and back, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really find Noise to be attractive, honestly. <laughs> um, noise is my favorite character because I resonated a lot with his character, mostly through the game. He's a guy who feels no pain and was locked up and abused by his family, emotionally abused by his family for it. And he's very selfish and very... He doesn't know how to interact with people. He's very socially awkward. Yes. Um, and, which and is he has sad. to overcome it. Oh my god, it's so sad. It's so, so sad. Um, so my predictions were, I had two. One was uh, Chris Patton. You, you and defaulted the other one to was, Patton? I defaulted to Chris Patton because I'm a dirty person. Ah. Um, <laughs> and my other person was actually to default to Blake Shepard because Lito, Lito's a thing. Here's a funny- Because caring is sharing. This is a funny story. My first prediction for Noise was Blake Shepard. Because <laughs> I felt the same way. Like besties. Um, my second prediction, because I only had two, my second one was Scott Gibbs. Um, I have no idea if he's related to Adam Gibbs, but I'm not going to say that he is or not, just for the sake of being, for the sake of knowledge. Um, Scott Gibbs, if you are unfamiliar with him, I'm unfamiliar with him. He, um, 
voices <laughs> Sora from No Game Lo- No Life. And because this is one of these situations where I have I'm not sure about the town pool in Sentai. So I listened to some of those um, cast reveal videos that Sentai has on their YouTube channel. And I saw this one for Scott Gibbs. And I listened to it and I'm like, okay, potentially he can go hear his noise. I felt like I could see that potentially for him. But Blake Shepard was def- was my larger choice of the two for noise, hands down. Now, I'm sorry, I'm not it's totally familiar with Blake Shepard. Has he um, performed any roles that really required him to pull off this sort of bad boy with a soft heart in the center roles before? Righto. Well, except maybe not the soft se- soft heart in the center, though. He's got a soft spot when he's pushing mommy off the, the balcony and into the fire. <laughs> but he also <laughs> has a very, very... Um, Interesting relationship. He had a soft spot for mommy when they were in bed, and I'm not gonna gonna leave it at that. Yup. This needs context. This no needs context. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Go watch the Diabolical Lovers episode. Well, Um, yeah. If you watch the Diabolical Lovers dub dub talk episode, you'll understand the context. Um, anyways. Noah, your prediction. This is one where I didn't have, uh, again, I was going through dubs that I've seen from Sentai before, and Clan Ed was one that I remembered. Um, do you guys remember the uh, the electrician in Clan Ad, the the one who used to be a guitarist? Have have no. not seen Clan Ad. Uh, well, there's an electrician who used to be a guitarist. He was a rock star. His name was uh, Yus- Yusuke. Cool story, um, bro. And he was vo- cool story, bro. Cool and story. he was voiced by a guy. Um, I'm trying to pronounce this right. Elich Guidalio. Oh, oh Elich Guidolia. Yeah, you. that that yes, uh, um, that guy who's um well probably not doing much. Anymore. Yeah, no, we're not even going to touch that, Noah. We'll explain to you later. Yeah. Dot, 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 dot. Okay, well, anyways, yeah, that was my uh, prediction, and uh, I, I, I'm going to guess and say I got it wrong. Yeah, We're all we're wrong! All wrong. <laughs> the winner of the Great Noise Lottery is one Mr. Corey Hartzog. Um, um I like it. I, 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 first of all, I love Corey Hartzog in this. I'm all for it. If you have not heard of Mr. Corey Hartzog, he is Tatsumi in Akamega Kill, Oyama in Angel Beats, Kanato, Shoot. Kanato, yeah, Kanato in Diabolic, Bear, Bear, Bear fucking Diabolic Lovers, yep. uh, Sugane also, in Gachaman Crowd, also Swear Jar. Darn it! <laughs> uh, Masayuki in Ghost Town, uh, and he's done Natsuki in Suritama. He's done quite a bit. He's he's definitely one of the larger up and coming voice actors from Sentai. I would definitely say him and Adam, Adam Gibbs are definitely the two larger ones up and coming, at the very least. Yeah, I I really loved his noise. By the way, the second I saw him, I was like, noise is my favorite voice in the show. Um, of course, he's your favorite voice. You love noise anyway. Even then, I really liked Kurt Um, my favorite part being in his kind of day in the spotlight adventure poo, um, there's just the scene where they're eating and he doesn't know what all this oh food is. And I was like, great. so what do you eat? And he's like, mostly pizza and pasta all the time for like the last 19 years. And he just sounds like this really like super uptight kid who doesn't really know what he's doing. Um, my only thing was I'm kind of happy they didn't make him have a German accent because noise is actually German. Um, that fun fact. That, that's and, actually really good, honestly. Um, thank God, because they could have done a really bad ger- bad German accent. Potentially. And um, the other fun thing about him is where he's pierced, but that's for another day. <laughs> so, Noah, how do you feel? Well, 
although I do believe that the Syrian refugees should be allowed in the country, <laughs> there should probably be a third screen process. <laughs> Sorry, try I, try I again. How do you feel again. about noise? <laughs> How do you feel about noise? <clears throat> because I'm probably a little jaded just because I really liked the character. And I, I use the word really light in big quotation marks, but I, I do think it would have been very easy to screw up this role. So give props to Corey for pulling it off both the, the tough side without being flat and boring, and then defaulting into the sad tragic backstory of I can't feel anything which we've seen characters that don't have feelings before but they can still act emote yeah like if you've seen I'm gonna go with the easy one Data from Star Trek no emotions apparently but still has emoting going on mm-hmm. so and again with the show with the <laughs> the subject here not really being all that great to begin with sorry I'm really glad that they didn't just default to the eh, let's Screw it. Let's let's make an '80s dub and not care about the quality at all. Yeah, yeah, and I just I really like Noise. I think he's great. So <laughs> it, it really he is from a writing perspective. He is the best written character. Um, sorry, sorry, Lilac. It's true. Eh, I can kind of agree with it, but I mean, like Noah said, you, he could have easily messed this up. They could have one bad direction move, and he could have ended up a total foppish character. Honestly. Um, cause he's, cause I, I mentioned this, uh, while you were, your headphones were awesome. Noise is actually German. Um. Do they mention that in the show? They, I think they, I don't know if they do in the show, but Noise is German. They could have given him a really bad German accent. Um, not mentioned in the show is his real name, which is Wilhelm. Um. Okay. Which is like the most stereotypical German name you could throw in there. Absolutely. Hans. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, again, oh, Alba, if only somebody loved you! <laughs> That's, that was the summary of the bad ending. Bad endings, basically. Oh, God, <laughs> yep. it, well, well, to oh, be fair, Alba. Claire, oh. to be fair, Claire did love him. Oh. Yeah, I love you, <laughs> Alba. I so so I'm gonna much. make you into a sex doll. <laughs> I love I you. I love you. Oh, my God. Ermiker, time to make you into my sixter. <laughs> I just like to say, if you're still listening at this point and you've gotten and you're dealing with this so far, you get gold, gold stars, stars from, from you. Stars. If you Lilac. survived, the, is this like the fourth part? Is this like the fourth part of the cardinal directions of Grand Foxios episodes with Seraph, Diabolic Lovers, Dancing <laughs> Devils, then this? Oh, possibly. So, you guys and didn't like, go for just a trilogy. You guys went for like a whole a quadrilogy. Series. Oh, you forgot about Sky Wizards Academy too. Oh, I forgot it. Oh, so we're going for the quintet, <laughs> basically the quintet of shit. <laughs> the shit. Anyway, twenty fifteen has just been a great year. Anyway, anyway, what a great year for strides in the anime dubbing community, anyway, guys. Kojaku, Jaku, or as I like to call him, Kojak the Lojack, because wherever Alba was in trouble, oh the man God. showed up, and it was kind of creepy. <laughs> Kojaku is the childhood friend. To give a little context, he's your vanilla yeah. route, boys and girls. Yes, yeah, he, he's actually. In, I don't know if this is introduction, but we see the flashback where he. Saves young Oba, who looks like a girl because sounds like a girl. Sounds like a girl because he doesn't cut his long hair. And he's like, "Are you okay, little girl?" And Oba's like, "I'm not, I'm not a girl." girl. <laughs> uh, Always so adorable. So, cute. so I had, I had two predictions for Kojaku, and one of mine is right. Actually, um, I had four. Uh, four. I don't know how I got well, four, but I did. 
I will say my right. No. I will say my one that is wrong, and my first one is wrong is Mr. Ty Mahaney, aka Nobody Tells Shu Sakamaki Had a Baby. I have Ty in there too as Kojiku. <laughs> he's my he's my third. Oh my. Uh, what were your first two then? <laughs> my first um, was Loraldo. Please let one of them be Chris Patton. Chris is Chris Patton's my fourth. <laughs> 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 um, so in order, my first one was Loraldo on Zaldua. Uh, second was Scott Gibbs. Third was Ty Mahaney, and fourth was Chris Patton. We, I will say this about Chris Patton though. He is somebody connected to Kojaku. He is Ryuho, yes. the ta- the evil tattoo artist. Which that- is perfect for him. him. Yeah, I just wish that Chris Pat. I felt Chris Patton was wasted in, like, a three-episode role of a crazy tattoo artist. Yeah. But he was fucking great. The only reason I put Chris yeah, Patton get- in there as, as fourth, I felt like maybe default to him. Default to Patton. Like, to give people context... If you haven't been listening to anime for very long, uh, Chris Patton used to be getting a lot of really big roles, and he played insane people really well. Like, and Creed he did Diskins from Black Cat. Nuff said. Yeah, <laughs> and so, so, and so, I think the reason that I I didn't give Chris Patton any predictions in this is because none of the main cast are crazy enough for him. They don't have any. You think I'm some crazy unemployed hermit who hasn't talked to anybody in years? Or I did something like drop out of college? Oh, and oh wait, no, 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 no. Okay. Wait, no, my, my favorite part is, if you haven't bought it, go out and buy the Princess Tutu DVDs, yeah. because there are bloopers on there. And the best part, the best part is that they about halfway through the discs, they change to a in-the-studio segment, and they show Chris Patton, you know, like, they're recording him on camera, recording his lines. He basically, at one point, he gets bored, he takes out a pair of sunglasses, and he reads his lines in a Bono accent, <laughs> like, from U2. It was like... If we're gonna talk about the greatest thing Chris Patton ever collaborated on, fucking ghost stories. I have to watch that still, still but I'm gonna believe you and say yes. yes. <laughs> Drop the Krispy Kreme Serpico! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Noah, anyway. your prediction. I was with you, actually, Lilac, in one of your predictions, and I also put Loraldo on Zaldu, because I'm also going by dubs I've seen from Sentai. One of them was High School of the Dead, and he played the lead character in that one. And he had a, you know, sort of a commanding uh, voice that seemed to fit good with this mm-hmm. character who's supposed to be the... <laughs> he's supposed to be the one in charge. He's supposed to be, you know, like... He's supposed to be sword-wielding badass on surface, but when we get to his tragic backstory and we found out what happened with him and his, his clan, I think it was. Mommy and Daddy Yakuza kill everybody issues. Thanks, Ryuho. Thank you. Thanks, Chris Patton. Yeah, so, so, and Chris Patton so, done it, fucking up everything. This has got to be so confusing if people haven't actually seen the show. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, so I thought um, lead character from High School of the Dead, tough uh, not without being your know, gruff voice would have worked good for this. I thought I thought four different people and they're all fucking wrong. I had two and one of mine was right. <laughs> so which one is well, it, Megan? Who, who could it be? Who could it be, everybody? Oh my god! Uh, well, I'm gonna tell you what I predicted. <laughs> it's uh, Dave Matranga. <laughs> oh, um, who is it, Davey? Who <laughs> you tell who it is? Oh, Bertolt. <laughs> Oh, Berholt. Oh, Berholt. David David Matranga. Mr. Matranga, if you do not know who Mr. Matranga is, he is characters like Wave from Akamaga Kill, uh, Hideki Hinata from Angel Beats, uh, Berholt from Attack on Titan and Attack on Titan Junior High, 
Um, our good friend Uncle Dictor <laughs> from Diabolic Lovers. Richter. Oh God, Uncle Uncle Richter. Um, Tamoya from Clannad from the Clannad yeah. franchise. Um, Dion de Beaumont from Le Chevalier d'Eon. That's that's Dion. again that's the one I most remember him for. And then uh, there's one other one that I I just love Dave Matranga. He's a variety. He's been a variety of things. I can find it. I'm yeah. upset now that I can't find <laughs> which show it was. Um, so, and to be fair, he. So you did a good job in this one so too. So growling me growl pants over there. Oh my god, Dave Petranga had got me shaft quite literally. Oh. <laughs> I, I, we're, we're talking about the sword we're here. Talking, we're clearly. not talking about the sword. We are actually talking about penis and mouth. Oh the OVA. OVA. Oh my OVA. Lick my blood. I'm not gonna lie. Blood. I I I kind of ship. Shiroba X Beast Japu in a weird sick twisted oh, sense. God. Um oh, no. But yeah, he he's he's oh yeah, it's not Kojaku, it's Kojaku. Kojaku. Whatever. It's Kojaku. Fuck Dude. off. Um, we're not, we don't speak Japanese. Damn it! <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> I love this. Anyway. Man, I really love this. Also, Dave Matranga was the wolf man, so it isn't the first time oh. he's gotten a little down and dirty oh, while he's beastly. God. I forgot <laughs> I had he to was bring the that wolf up. man from Wolf Children. Oh, oh, my, so oh, it's not I the first time that. you've heard him make the sex noises. Oh. Thank you for my... I, I think like, he was the other one that just ne- went for it and he was like... Oh. Um, if you've never seen the OVA for Dramatical Murder, Which they do not start you off like softly in like the least sexual bad routes. They just go straight to Kojaku's oh, and it is like... Biting BDSM, he's chained up, sucking dick. <laughs> yeah. Sucking dick and sucking blood. Oh, like, Lilac, it, Noah's face was like, he had seen, he had seen, like, his dog getting Noah killed. Noah and I just kind of died on the inside. Oh, that's it. Like, parts of them died inside, uh. and I was laughing. I yeah. went full evil hearty. Let, let's not it, even it go cool. there, because... For me, it's in terms boring. of the his performance, it was great. For me, though, for me, though, the worst one that I probably was like, God, no, that one's coming up. Oh, oh, we're almost we're to almost him. We're almost to him. No, oh, no. But in terms, honestly, we don't really have much to say about Kojaku other than good job, Mr. Matranga. Yeah. <laughs> and collect your paycheck with honor, buddy. Because <laughs> you no, got a, the shaft. Sh- literally. Don't put a shirt on. <laughs> Put a shirt oh, on. God. Doesn't he own a shirt? He just got screwed over. Yeah, honestly, outside of the OVA, ways. outside of the OVA, I think I think it worked rather well for him. I think he did he pretty was good. From sweet what I've seen, sappy like Kojaku is, because Kojaku is a big weenie. Yep. It's this this one of those times, and I say this for all the lead characters that we just covered. All four of them have. Interesting ideas, interesting routes. Like one of them is sci-fi based. Like, what does it mean to be human? It's supposed to be a robot. One of them is, what's it like to live without any emotions? This one is, what's it like to live when your family basically screwed you over? All those ideas are things that you would think that could possibly carry like a whole arc or even a whole show. Nope. Nope. One episode. One, maybe two episodes is all they get. And, he- and it's so boring. So Kojaku was always Koj, even in the game Kojaku like his route was one of the most boring and like it was the vanilla route it was it was the ba- it was Babby's first route <laughs> which um, considering all the fire ba- and like is, coming to life tattoos is kind how of is Babby formed? how is that vanilla how is Babby formed 
How girl get pregnant? That, that <laughs> how is, how Alba get pregnant? No, we're not having any. No, we're not going into that. Oh, headphones. Um, we're not when going there. When a mommy there. and a when a mommy and a daddy and another mommy and a coconut and a bottle of liqueur <laughs> love each other very much. Anyway, or we're in Japan on vacation. Um. Anyway, moving on to our fuzzy little friend. Puppy! Ren. This, this is yeah. probably best character to me. Ren is my favorite. Ren is my other favorite aside from Claire. Ren is one of my other favorites in terms of also, um, if you know nothing about this show other than the origin, you don't fuck the dog. <laughs> this is what- Dot 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 dot. So my prediction actually was, I had Dave Matranga in two spots and my other one was Ren. My prediction, I had one, but I kind of cheated. Yeah, Lilac accidentally looked at the Accidentally, the and most of the ones I forgot about when I looked at it. But this one actually, um... This one kind of stayed, and for uh, specific reasons. Certain reasons. So I'm not gonna say what it is right now. Alright. Um, and I know we've been saying a lot about ghost stories, and I actually have one prediction that actually was reminding me from the ghost stories dub. The, the hearts I've heard was the cat from Ghost Stories had, like, the sort of lower, raspier, like, fuzzier voice to it. So I thought, huh, maybe Rob Mungle could play. <laughs> oh my god, yes. That would have been great. And now, not, not, of course, not using the, um, the cat, the actual, you know, lines from Ghost Stories, because that belongs in an entirely different dub. But just the the voice for it, it's just like, it's a deeper voice, it's more manly, which is weird because if you've seen the show, uh, Ren is the is a dog, but he's also a robot. He's like, we've turned he's personal also computers your into he's animals. He's also your inner yeah, conscious. Like, Spoiler. All the characters have have animals that are robots that are supposed to be, yeah, their inner consciousness Minx is and a kind ferret. of act as, No, I mean, no Minx it, is a bird named Bird. Yes. <laughs> That's the name of the bird, yes. apparently. I was. I think I was wrong. Wrong. Yep. Uh, ten for ten. Yep. Wrong. <laughs> so David Wald. David Wald is a person. Hi, David is. Wald. David, David Wald. <laughs> we we love um, you, David Wald. But Wald. Oh my God. Thank you for thank you for thank you for putting up with this shit, David Wald. Thank you to everyone um, for putting up with this shit. Up with this shit. Uh, David Wald is characters like Bula in the comic got Kill, Hannes in Attack on Titan, um, uh, Doctor Ozaki from Shiki. Dr. Ozuki from Shiki, um, Reiji, Reiji the Fun Police from, um, Diabolical Man! And Gajil from Fairy Tale, um, I'm in a room with crazy people. Berg from Gachaman Crowds, Duke, Golgo13 himself, among many other- uh, manly characters. Tutsumo from Kids on the Slope, um, among other characters, I'm just kind of going through things. Uh, Tepe from Toriko, and he's and he's playing a fluffy puppy yeah. in this show. He's playing a fluffy puppy that also turns into a hot guy yep. underneath. In the Honest, okay, you, or in the last episode. <laughs> oh, oh, I for, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot about that. I just, I'm sorry. The OVA, you, the OVA is kind of stuck in our heads. Memory right now, is all things considered. Um, yeah, but like I said, yeah. I kind of cheated with David Wald because um, I took a peek at the cast announcement and I saw he was Ren and he was the one that kind of stuck to me. Stuck out in my mind and I remembered it and then like when I thought about it even more like even if I hadn't seen the cast announcement I would have predicted David Wall here anyway like because for him I think it just works quite honestly well it's a character that doesn't have very much agency in the show he's sort of kind of he's a sidekick character so it's very easy to take damn good sidekick he's best dog (laughs) best dog I know he he is best dog I'll give you that much he is Alba's home dog 
I want to put him in my pocket and I want to take him home with me. Which, by the way, I just want to point out that everything we're talking about this show, it sounds kind of sci-fi, cyberpunkish. This show is set in the 80s. They never say it out loud, but everything about the show is set in the 80s. And I realized that because I think it was episode 3, we see Ren being hooked up to the computer for recharging, I think it is. And there is a goddamn floppy disk slot <laughs> on the computer. Yeah. Midori Jima did not come into the new age. Can, um, I, can I ask a question, though? What? Who would win a best dog co- uh, contest? Ren or Loen from Dance with Devils? Ren, in a heartbeat, because Loen's gonna- Loen turned out to be a little asshole. Absolutely. But still- Loen is still best character well, of Dance with Devils. I still love Loen. He's still best character. Well, Ren had a nice little asshole. <laughs> oh my god, no and no! no. no. You do not fuck the dog! <laughs> no! I, see what David this has done to me? David Wald, we commend you. Oh god. For your services. Again, going back- And every well, other everyone. guy in this show. Going back to the um, o- yeah, everyone going back except to the OVA. This one was probably the one that made me go, my... I, I wanted to nope the my fuck out. My god. I wanted to nope out of there. Because I'm so used to... <laughs> I'm so used to something different from David Wald. And I was fine with Ragey. That was one of the ones I was okay with. But this one in the OVA, god no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. So... So we've we got to fu- we've got to move on because we're going a little long here. Bottom line, David. That's not all. It's going a little well, long. Shut oh! up, no one. No one asks. Bottom you. line. Hey, this bottom isn't line, like David Wall. This is worse than the free. We commend you. We commend you, you as well as Matranga, as well as, as um, everybody, everybody in the show, but one person. Oh God. Well, and everyone, we're but... gonna get to Fuck you. you, Alba. Now. Fuck you, Alba. I like Alba as a character. I liked his performance in the Japanese. But Mm. my god, this performance. Um, I'll give my predictions really quickly. I had Josh Greeley and Clint Bickham. Um, Well, damn, I didn't have either of them there. I had three. I put Corey Hartzog, Blake Shepard, and then Adam Gibbs for mine. I had David Matranga because I thought, well, surely someone, a lead character is going to be played by someone who has experience and actually knows how to act. Uh. We're so wrong. Yeah, We're so, also yeah, wrong. All, and, yeah, and all six of those predictions are all like really uh, kind of nice they, sounding they, guys. They would be who have, logical you know, leads. They would be so good. And yes, then Alba, Alba is the character avatar for the game. If you ever played it, so he doesn't have too much of a personality. He does, he, that's that's incorrect. He actually does have a very good personality, but it was lost in the transition from game to show. I don't care about the well. I don't care about the game at all to begin with. But I'm just talking Anyways. about in the show. Yeah. And- hey, to say who this is, and this is not a personal attack on the guy Absolutely or not. the person who Absolutely plays him. Not. This well. is us being critical fan. This is us being critical of the dub and the performance. His name is Gabriel Regio. I apologize for butchering your names. His biggest three roles, his biggest four roles are Alba in Dramatical Murder, uh, Takashi in Magical Warfare, Leon in Move Love Alternative Total Eclipse, and Nobukatsu Oda in Nobunaga the Fool. My god, did this performance suck! In more ways than one. Now, now, hold on, we have to be fair about this. Why don't we describe the various ways in which this sucks? It sounded like a cheap Seth Rogen. <laughs> Straight to the point. The the problem I, I think we all had with this, unfortunately, um, was the fact that there was no emotion at all. It was very, very flat. 
be completely honest. It was, and this is not just a matter of, well, like I tried to say, I don't think he has very much personality. And in the show, no, he doesn't have too much personality. He's kind of just the vision through which we see the whole show. However, he does have agency in the show. Things mm -hmm. do happen because of his actions. So therefore, he must have emotion in order to talk to characters, feel bad when bad things happen to them, get nervous when... Show some goddamn fucking yeah. emotion! Not a single scrap yeah. of that is apparent <laughs> in... Let's go, let's, let's go through the list of things that happen. Um, grandmother kidnapped, friends killed, dog brought near to death, finds out he's got a split personality, mm -hmm. loses his even, memory, okay. massive headaches. Even yeah. even within in ah. that too, um, Alba's split personality who... A lot of us who like the game refer to it as Sly or Sly Blue. You could not tell they were two different personalities. No. They sounded exactly the same, had the same inflection, the same tone. Everything. In the Jap in the it Japanese just, at the very least, that there was there inflection, was inflection there was tone, and even with Alba in general, he was emoting, even when the character had no personality to him. He emoted a he lot. He gave a damn um, about it. <laughs> it. And Sorry. here's the thing, it's not I don't know if it's because he's a newer guy, but I've watched other shows this year, like Blood Blockade Battlefront's a fantastic example of this. If you want a good performance in a dub of somebody emoting as two different characters oh, sharing a body, go watch how Micah Solasad plays black and blank. It is fan-freaking-tastic. And I don't want to spend too much time and, dwelling and, on Gabriel's and performance, because we need to get to somebody even, else. Hold on. Even going with this show, we have Greg Ayers is clear. He actually also plays, because there's a part in the show where... The alphas. The alphas, where he faces, essentially, yes. his, his, his brothers, essentially. His he voices those, oh, too. Yeah. And you can get, you can tell there's a difference between the two of them. In personalities, right, the, in emotion level. I, I don't want to ride Gabriel's dick any longer about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, or harp on him anymore. <laughs> uh, because, I honestly, I feel like there is one really big reason why this dub failed. Possibly. Or possibly failed. And that is, its direction was clearly not in the right place. Yeah, so let's focus the attention here now from cast members who, most of them are very good, one of them, yeah. not so much, the, over to, you can have the best actors in the world, you can have really well-written material, which this show doesn't have, but if you've got someone directing them and giving them, basically telling them what to do and trying to have a unified vision for how to translate this into English, that director's not on board with the material and doesn't care, we're not going Absolutely. to get a good show. And I think that's and clearly so what must have happened here, unfortunately. Yeah, and so, so. this is where I'm gonna kind of take so the mic for a little bit and get into... Alright, Lilac, I, I've got a... Uh, Mike's hard in the yeah, fridge. Yeah, sure. Alright, right, we're gonna share a drink. Right, the guy, the, those two are gonna go take a drink <laughs> and I'm gonna take the stage. The director for this show is one Mr. Christopher Ayers, who is a very fantastic actor and a pretty damn good director for certain things. Um, one of the things being next to me right now are the two most recent dubs that he's done, Dramatical Murder and Beyond the Boundary. And I don't want to harp too much. And he's also um, ADR-directed shows such as Magicano, Mermaid Melody, Peachy Peachy Peach, Never Daikon Brothers, The Wallflower, Xenosaga, The Animation, um, Hamatora, God, uh, like, From the New World, EF Tales of Memory... There's a lot of things that he's done, and there's a lot of things that he acted in. But, for the love of God, I get every show that comes out from Japan isn't 
you're not going to get a Cowboy Bebop, you're not going to get a Samurai Champloo, you're not going to get a Blood Blockade Battlefront, a Noragami, every time you do something. Not every show that comes over there is good. Take a look, for example, of all of the double talk and broadcast dub shows that Funimation has got this year. Shit like Sky Wizards and Show Means Samples. At least their directors put the time and effort into the show to give it at least a chance. Because they don't know that somewhere out there there's probably someone who really likes that show despite knowing it's not very good or they don't give a shit that it's not very good. You should be delivering a show that's enjoyable to listen to and not just putting it out to get the money back. And that's how I feel about this show. And it's not a condemnation of Christopher Ayers. It's just I feel like I'm very disappointed in what I got. And that's the first time I've ever been disappointed in doing one of these episodes. And I feel like I honestly didn't get my money's worth for what I put forward. And that's... It makes me ashamed to kind of have this on my shelf. And I've been kind of upset at some stuff I've watched this year. I wasn't 100% happy with the freedom, but I'd still be okay with owning the damn thing. This I feel kind of cheated on as a fan of something because I feel like they're not respecting it. And I get that you don't want to respect Diabolos. What? Diabolos. Fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> going so well and then I messed up the it's show. It's okay. <laughs> now, now, to be fair, to be fair, the two shows kind of meld in my mind as well. Blake Shepard was in there being horrible to people in both languages and had And we hair. have um, the existence of Sexy Josh as well, so. Josh. And Sexy Josh. <laughs> but my point is, just because it isn't Shakespeare, it doesn't mean you shouldn't try to put on the best performance. And direct the best show you can. I mean, it, I don't know if it's a case of maybe... Christopher was overworked with all the stuff he's been doing because there's very very few directors at Sentai right now. Yeah, it could be a, it could be that he just everything. might not have like been really into it. It might not be one of his favorite things that he's worked on. There could be a, different factors that could be coming into play here. And again, it's not like we're it's not like oh my god Christopher is terrible. Oh, fuck you. It's it, not like fuck yeah, you Chris Ayers. Fuck this, you in everything you stand for. It's as a fan, I'm disappointed. Like. As somebody who respects the industry, I get you're going through a lot of right. things, and you could be potentially overworked and all that, but as a particular fan of this series, I'm very disappointed, and I was I didn't have high expectations, but I expected better than this. As someone who is very unfamiliar with the franchise, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed, because, again, I'm not familiar with the franchise, but at the same time, you, you at least as a director have got to or at least try to what's the right way to put this um normally you just push the actors to do the best that they can do and draw that out of them regardless of whether or not you like the material or not regardless of what's going on in your life i don't again i don't know if something in personal life was going on that maybe affected this in any way but I hate to be the stereotypical, like, this show business is show business. But this is one of those cases where you still gotta kind of give a damn. I mean, for the most part, it worked. Like, a good amount of the actors in here gave a damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which was yeah. nice. We can, we can attribute most of the success of the dub for what little there was That's to correct. the actors. Because um, it sure as hell wasn't the writing mm -hmm. or the directing. Well, the pro... I mean, you can easily say that Chris Ayers 
for all the good things that he's done in directing before, because we know Absolutely. that he's a talented guy. He, he did not get the material at all here, and it. I to be fair, I was watching this show episode to episode for a, you know two weeks, and it took me a while to figure out what they were going for because they swap stories and focus and theme so often. There, the only thing that's consistent is the cyberpunkish theme, it, the setting of it. So he clearly did not get that this show was supposed to be oh, uh, very silly. However, being have an emotional like core maybe to like it maybe he because you're supposed to care about all the bad things. That like maybe to he all wasn't characters. even familiar with the original games. I mean, you never know. To which I'm not expecting a director to right. be familiar you, with the original source nev- material, especially something like this, which could be very uncomfortable. Right. You and you hard never to know. Maybe it could be a comfort level with the material. It could be the fact that he doesn't know the source material. It could be a fact of being overworked or something more personal. It, there's a lot of factors that could come into yep. play here, and clearly something among those factors definitely affected the overall quality of the dub. Something happened, I think. Actually, you know. Megan, I'm going to actually quote uh, Anime America really quickly here. I remember one of your episodes that you guys said that a lot of anime is created as incidental material to promote the original manga, the light novel, or the visual novel. This felt a lot like the Japanese made this as something for the fans of the visual novel, because if you have never played the visual novel, you're I would never it, watch the this show, show if I wasn't into the nothing. game, honestly. Yep. Exa- yeah, to quote my yes, boss Robin over there. The dub did not get that. They thought this was supposed to be standalone and missed the mark on that this was supposed to be a treat for the people, even over here in the West, who've only played the yep. game before. And they want to they want to hear the ear candy for their characters that they've fucked through very quite literally in quite English, literally. quite literally. But yeah, and so by that we're not we're not saying not we're not saying Christopher Ayers, oh my god, worst director ever. We're just saying this is not one of his better <laughs> his better ones, his better mm-hmm. day, his better foot forward. Absolutely. And if it makes you feel if it makes you feel like better, Chris, you are not even in the running for worst director for an English dub. I mean. Hayam Sabam's not even, you know, gonna give anyone else a run for their money. He's at the top of the heap. <laughs> Very true. And I mean, I will say this though, because I don't, I don't know if we're ever gonna get to do an episode on it. Um, we might do it a little bit later. His direction work for Beyond the Boundary has been fantastic so far. Yeah, so. even from the little bit you showed me. Absolutely. Me, yeah. To give, to give, to give, to, to so it doesn't seem like I'm just being a raging jackass because my gay stupid show wasn't a plus dub and. How dare you Not shit yet. on my show? I and, and for me, like, because I've been watching Hamatora, and that is a Christopher Ayers dub. That one is actually pretty good, though more of the issues was on the writing side, but that's a story for another day. Yeah, and it's getting kind of late, so we kind of need to wrap we it do. up. We do. Overall! Uh, would you like to wrap us up no, in Whips and Chains? No, no. Overall. There's a lot overall. of that. Overall, I mean, no. it could have no. been worse. It could have been better. No. no, no, I don't think it could have been better, honestly. So, I'm, I'm sorry, no. I don't think they could have made it worse, is what I meant. There is not really going to be any hardcore people recommending the show. Uh, the box set for Dramatic Award, were there any, like, quotes of people on the back of it? Like, positive reviews no. from... In any, fact, what, there nothing? was no... Neither, nor are there any on Beyond the Boundary or Dramatic Award. And I know a lot of I people think, that's more do think it's a really I think bad job because it kind of I think is. It's a Sentai packaging choice, really. To, yeah, I agree. Like place to place, I just bought that from Right Stuff, and that also has no quotes on it at all. Actually, I don't think. I think the only one I have is like Clanhead. No, Clanhead has like doesn't even have quotes on it. From yeah, that's a pa- it's a packaging choice, and that's a really popular part, but, show. Oh, my thoughts on the dub overall, really. Um, it's a good effort on the part of many of the actors. Of course, we have 
problem child Alba who can't emote worth crap. Um, and then there's also parts of the direction where we don't know maybe there was something else that came into play and might have affected the quality of it. But for what it is, it's not a terrible dub. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um, and if anything... You could do a lot worse. Yeah, it could be a lot worse. And if anything, for what it is, the actors who are in there did what they that they should. They did the best they could. At parts even going there for certain things. And I have to commend them at least for that much. Lion and Snake, Lion snake. and Snake, oh, Lion and God. Snake. Let's not talk about the OVA anymore. Because everyone in that OVA basically went there. Good lord. In a world where Sentai doesn't dub most of what they release, which is fine, I don't understand why they chose this one to dub. But I do you have don't any, know. any explanation? It, this no. one is one of the ones... But they did, and that's yeah, what this happened. This one's one of the ones where I never really expected for them to dub, honestly. I understand catering to the Fujoshi crowd because they are taking over. <laughs> yes, we are. I'm so sad. But... But there are better Fujoshi shows, I'm sure, that came out in the past year that you could have licensed and dubbed instead. Funimation got in, it's called Sarah for the End. <clears throat> Actually, that's a good point. <laughs> what are the other good ones? Oh, the, the you and Mika no, train. The you and Mika ship. Oh, You and Mika Lord. train. Choo-choo, bitches, episode 22. <laughs> oh, I saw little parts of it. Oh, Lord. Oh yeah, I just have to say this though because I hope you don't cut this out. Episode twenty two's original release on Funimation had no dialogue audio and it was great. Um, it's, it's true <laughs> fact. Anyway, that's another story for another day. So I think that it is time to wrap this fun stuff so up. So we're so we're. Am I free? Am I finally Almost. finally free? So where can we? Yeah, find where this? can we find this, Megan? Where... You can find this from your fine anime purveyors. On the internet <laughs> or at some store, but if uh, by the time this gets edited up, it's probably the right stuff sale is probably going to be over, so it'll be gone off sale. So I, I honestly would stream it if you could find a place to stream it or have one of your friends subject yeah, your ass so if, to it. Yeah. So if you if you haven't caught yeah. on by now, it is licensed by Sentai Filmworks. Um, so it's uh, streaming wise, it's on Crunchyroll. Probably on, on Hulu. It's uh, on for Hulu. North American. Watch yep. the sub if you if you and if you're yeah. interested in the game, have fun importing it. Yeah, and then I think it might also be streaming on Anime Network for sub and dub. Um, but but yeah, the, but the dub is. I think that is a subscription pay kind of thing. Um, kind of like the Funimation right. one. So uh, those are those are at least the only places to find it. At least streaming wise, and obviously, if you want the DVDs, there's Amazon, right? Stuff your your regular retailers um, that you normally buy DVDs from, but that's where you would find Radical Murder, at least. I think oh, Satan probably. is selling it too. Wouldn't be surprised. So <laughs> Noah was asking if he's finally free. I don't know. When are we? Get, I don't, I don't know. know. Lack. Do you think he's going now? Getting that Prison School episode, Noah. Yeah, yeah, Noah. Probably at the same time we're going to get that JoJo's Oh, JoJo. We're, we're working on the JoJo's at one. Yeah, I actually talked to Boss Lady. Yeah. She actually asked if I could help her with it, and I told her sure. So... I think Noah... I But you know what? I think Noah put up with his punishment mm -hmm. quite well. Though, I don't know how... I, 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 here's, I the, here's the, here's I the part I that worries me, though. And his name is Hardy. Because he's the one who was most looking forward to the prison school episode. That. So I think Hardy has... Oh, Hardy. I'm wondering if Hardy's going to come up with something for him for all of this. I'm wondering about that. But Are that's we, for that's another, another night. Day. I need to go to bed because I have yes. work. To be continued. <laughs> so... In the Fujoshi future where all men... You know what, Noah? I have one more punishment oh, for no. you. 
if the day ever comes that we get a Kurokono basket announcement, <laughs> have fun with 75 episodes of basketball. Oh, God. I don't want to go on living anymore. Uh, uh, Noah, Noah, think of it this way. At least the next time with the three of us at least are going to get together is for your lie in April whenever the hell that happens. Yay! That happens. So Maybe that will be the best thing ever. We will need plenty of tissues. <laughs> get the tissues and the alcohol and the crying ice cream because here I'll, we I'll go. I'll get the violin ready. <laughs> I'll get, I'll get the piano. Anyway. Wait, who's going to play that, that weird instrument that let you blow into it, but it's a piano keyboard on the front that we see in the first I guess, yeah, there I guess that's me. There you go. Since you guys took anyway, the piano and violin. This has been going on for a while now, yep. so say goodnight, kids. Goodnight, kids. Hello-ha. And all that jazz. What are your, what's your names? Again? Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> My Moraine got turned into moose like Wiki. <laughs> uh, yeah. My name is Stephanie, or Lilac, and I do things on the internet. Normally, I am the host of this podcast, but Megan get the ha- got to have fun today. Megan, Megan gets to have fun, and I regret volunteering for this one, honestly. Oh, come on, it wasn't that No, bad. it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> I regret- So what's your name? The moment I regretted it was the OVA <laughs> Once the OVA started, everything went yes. downhill. Um, what's your name, male component? My of name this is podcast? Noah Clue, also known as Noah Clue, though on my birth certificate it says Noah Clue. And I am <laughs> glad that this is over. I, I think I'm finally back on the good list for Santa, so I am looking forward to the holidays. Huzzah! Huzzah! Mostly because I gave myself two weeks break off, so, you know, I'm gonna have a great time. You hey, I, I had a three week vacation that Swear I did jar. not use up. I Screw it! it. The swear jar is gone! Swear jar starts next episode! Applesauce. I hate you, Noah. I hate you. And my name is Megan, and I'm here to say, what's that cat's phrase again? Oh yeah, otaku on, my friends! I'm borrowing it for the night, honey. Copyright can probably sue for that. Bye bye! Night night! Hey! Thanks, Ollie! Ollie, what are you still doing up?